Good morning to you. Confessions from an addict here. Marcus Griffin. Check, checking in with y'all. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning. As I work this 12-hour bullshit-ass shift. Still doing the security, but I'm putting it out there. This is the year. Things going to hit. Things going to crack. Manifesting it all. Talking my real shit today, man. Talking my real honesty. Talking my real truth. And, and what's so scary about talking this truth is that when you find your real truth and when you talk your real truth, people will, in my opinion, when you talk your shit, a lot of times I feel like we're a self-absorbed society to where your truth in some aspects almost says something about someone else. Or, you know, if you talk your real shit, people would try to pick at it, say that possibly it's wrong or your thinking is wrong or your way of doing it or your way of going about things is wrong. It's like. If it's not self-serving to them, then it can't be the way. Then it can't be, it can't be, you know, it's just, it's just imaginable in some sense. I'm going to get to my point as I talk this fluff shit. But, um, you know, I probably sound crazy to the normal person. I really do. As, as I pause on that, I, I know I sound crazy to the normal person. But you know what? As I watch a couple of these podcasts, one of my favorites is Corey Holcomb. He had D. Ray Davis on today. And it's been known that D. Ray Davis has two girlfriends. I don't judge at all. I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think if you're a man or a woman, because a woman, I'll I, I work it both ways. If you think you have two girlfriends, a woman can have two boyfriends, two husbands, whatever the fuck it is. Maybe not necessarily two husbands, because I don't think you can still do that in this society. But if you are capable, responsible, and handling your business to have that, and you have that type of understanding with the women or the men in your life, then that's your truth, who you are. It's not a wrong or right. It's what's best for you. It's what's best for you. And it's your truth. It's, it's, it's your destiny. It's your, it's your way of living. It's your way to, to process your own thing. And it's interesting because you could be being with two women or two men. And somebody can call you greedy. And somebody can call you selfish. Yet it'd be the same person that will be with one person or believe that they should be one person their whole life and they think because society has taught us that's what you're supposed to do that that's right which if you think about it that's selfish as well now what I don't I don't like it's this this thing of honor and integrity because see I feel like integrity people look at a, a non-mistake person as being as having integrity and a virtuous person or or you know like I just I, I, as I'm trying to work this out as I'm trying to work this through in my mind and gather my thoughts I'm just I'm taken back because 
we look and read into things to fit our own mold, molds, if you will. I watched Zoe Williams show this morning, or maybe it was an old show. And I love the brother Zoe Williams because, you know, it's, it's all about getting the message across. However that message may be, or whatever that message may be. As long as it's received and there's an understanding. He had on the subject like, are there, is there such thing? If there's a fuck boy, there got to be a fuck girl. And I totally agree. Now I sent this, this video just innocently, just sent it to a video to a woman I'm seeing. And it, and it was interesting because she's like, are you calling me a fuck girl? It's not for me to decide. And that's what I want to say. When it comes to your truth, it's not for anyone to decide or tell you what your truth is. It's for you. As I'm going on this journey, as I'm trying to gather as much enlightenment about myself, enlightenment about where I stand in this place, this society, this world, I'm understanding that it's for me to go through. No one else. I'm not put here for anyone else but myself. And it's not being selfish. Preserve yourself. Conserve your energy. Think about who you have around you. They're all for you. Everybody that I'm coming in contact now is a reflection of self. You're reflecting what I'm putting out there. You're there for me. I'm here for you. But that's for you to decide if I'm the person that's here for you. Not anyone else. And I feel we try to confine and and kind of put parameters or a perimeter or whatever the case may be on how we keep one another. I'm not trying to keep no fucking body anymore. Because we live moment to moment. Everything, every, every encounter, it is a moment for you, for you to get from the situation some positivity, some understanding, some growth. It's not for me to decide. As I started this podcast, it was a journey. And, and, and as I say it, it, it began with, let me tell you my stories, my fuck shit. Let me tell you, like, yes. I dated a woman who spoke merely Spanish because guess what? I didn't have enough love for self to gather my own confidence at that time. I was keep I kept doing what I normally do. I was having issues with one woman. So I get another woman to replace that woman. So that self served me negativity negatively because one, I wasn't really over the last one. But I know, as it's been said, to get over someone else, you must get under something or get on, I let them get under you or you get it. They get on top of you, whatever the case to be fucking somebody else to get over somebody else. But as I'm getting older, we can't just go from fucking someone to fucking someone to replace someone. We're not put here to replace one another. We're not put here to fill voids. We are put here to understand our purpose. So if you aren't involved with someone that's going to help you along with your purpose, then what are you doing? What is your plan of action? 
If your plan in action is just to get over somebody by fucking somebody else, good luck. Because I'm here to tell you, you that, that leads to regret because you haven't got over something. That leads to not having that closure. So when you don't have that closure, guess what? You bring that next baggage to the next person and you see the next person for the last person. And there's always a constant compare and contrast. I don't compare and contrast anymore. That person is different. Reason I don't compare and contrast is if you hold on to that other person and you take that next person with you and hold on to try to debunk this person and see if they the last person, guess what? One, you ain't over the last person and two, you'll always make them out to be the new person that you fucking, that you replaced. We aren't a replacement. I'm no longer living in that fear that this next person is going to fuck me over because guess what? Only I could fuck me over. Now I haven't came to the place where I can have certain conversations with people so I take it to here, to my podcast, to my five listeners, to the woman that's going to listen to this. As much as I've been a mentally fucked boy of a man or trying to be a man, I ain't mentally trying to fuck anybody. I'm trying to keep everything on the surface. If I sent you some shit that's educational and you say to yourself, are you telling me I'm a fuck girl? Are you telling yourself that? Because see, guess what? We could be these things. We've made these mistakes. I am a fuck boy. I don't have to continue to live as one. I even hate the term fuck boy. I'm here to survive. Unfortunately, I have used women for my survival because I have been what I have viewed, watched, and seen a man come before me who used people for his survival. That was his tool. People were accessories. I'm trying to break from that, which means if I say something that may hurt your fucking feelings, it's only out of love. And it wasn't my intent to hurt your feelings. So my only intent to preserve me. Because see, if I try to game you, which is very easy to do, how easy is it to just tell somebody, no, no, you're, you're, no, you're, you're reading this all wrong. I would never think that you're special. You're this, you're that. You may be. But it ain't for me to say that you fucking special. As I'm examining it, as I'm learning, and as I'm seeing things, you want to be with the person that is not necessarily, because see, we look at this shit like, oh, they got all their shit together. And usually what all their shit together means, oh, they, they're financially set up. This is someone that can keep me secure. This is someone that can provide. And now you get with everybody, man, woman, they'd be like, I don't need nobody to provide. I take care of my own. I'm independent. Okay. You so independent. You don't need anyone. But you asking me to go on this journey or you asking them to stick by your side. But you don't need it. What does what what independence look like to you? Because fuck that shit. I need people. I want people in my life. Now, I'm not saying I need you to help me get a so-called bag these days. But if we break it down, and I know this turned like to some relationship confessions of the ad type shit. I love relationships. I'm watching D-Ray Days. I'm the same kind of cat. Even though I fucked over plenty of people, I love love. But unfortunately, the way I've loved love and the way I valued it and the way I've strived, yes, I'm one. If it doesn't work one time, I'd abort. But now I'm like, you know, there's many ways to skin a cat. 
You don't have to, oh, because I gave my all and you didn't appreciate it. When indirectly now, as I'm, if I'm holding myself accountable, no, I didn't give my all. I gave what I thought you should appreciate it. That's an honest truth. I know who I am. I gave a lot to show the impression that I'm in this motherfucker with you. I gave a little because guess what? People have been giving me a lot just because I've given a little. They seen glimpses and hopes of something different. So they like, I could put my I could put my all into this shit. I was very good at that. Now, granted, I was only good at it because I did it to the people that I knew I could do it with. Own your truth. Doesn't mean you have to live in it. Just own it. I own that I'm a addictive I'm an addict. I own that. I don't have to live as an addict. I own it, though. I own it in every word of the sense. I'm an addict. I look for ways to manipulate. I look for opportunities. I'm an opportunist. I look for highs as well as lows. I am the personality of an addict. I own that shit. That is who my personality is. It's also my personality of who I came from, who's an addict. My mom's an enabler. I'm an enabler. I will enable in the same time because I also know the benefits of that. But the only thing is she enabled. We have our own gains. We have our own gains as people. But if we don't do a full assessment of what our gains is for, am I, am I looking to gain? Am I looking to enable you? Because at that moment, I know that it's a, a motivating tool to say that, no, you got this. When honestly, I could look at you and be like, nah, you motherfucking weak as hell. Or I could look at you and be like, no, you know what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if we can't point out our flaws, if we can't point out our wrongs, then how can I tell you you're right? How can I tell you anything different? But I'm not here for that. I want conversations where you point shit out yourself. Man, woman, addict, successful businessman, whatever. I'm looking for all the fucking tips and tools to gather. And, and you know, right now with this COVID, I should have just been hibernating, just gathering all tools, sleeping on it, saving it, conserving it, learning from it, seeing how it works. And then boom, come out. Hey, cool. I'm ready to eat. I know how to survive. I got this. We're too built off emotions as people. Ain't that we're weak? We just put too much on our emotions. Our emotions gear us. We justify them. I know I work best when I'm mad. Okay. So you probably cuss out everybody in the house while you fix something. Or you, or you, you cuss at the world. I'm going to show you. Show who? Show what? When you really understand, I ain't got to show you a motherfucking thing. Emphasis on the motherfucking. I don't have to show you shit. It's for me to see. It's for me to see that shit. Not for you to point out. It's for me to see. I point out everything we can point out up until the sun comes comes up that we can point out everyone's flaws we're flawed 
But if you don't know how to own your flaws, you'll never know how to fix them. If you don't know how to say to yourself, hey, yeah, I I only I only want to be with people to get something from. If I can't gain nothing from you, I don't really want to fuck with you. If you can't own that shit, you're going to be justified with, I don't like being alone. The emotion of not having anyone. If you don't own the fact that, hey, you know what? I need to get comfortable with solitude. You'll never be comfortable with solitude. As people, man, we are trained instinctually to survive. That's in us. And I don't give a fuck if you're the nicest guy on the planet to the nerds, to the fucking superstars, to athletes, to actors, to actresses. Our main goal as people is to conserve our vulnerability. And if somebody could see through our self and our shit, we feel exposed. And I'm just here on Confessions from an Addict. Motherfucker, expose me. Because the shit that you try to know about me, you'll use against me. And I'm here to say you can't use a motherfucking thing against me. When I say I don't give a fuck, I don't mean I don't care about you. And I don't mean I don't give a fuck about... I'm saying I don't give a fuck because it is what it is and it happened. Moving forward. It's just saying it in a very angry street tone like ass way and not even street tone. Very egotistical way. But seriously. It's no when I say I don't give a fuck, it means it's not even personal no more. I'm not about the personal shit. I'm just saying I've been that man where it's like it's it's cool as a man like everything like we already have brought up like everything's placed on you as a man provide security be my protector be my be my shoulder to cry on be my great lover you know these things are placed on but then you look at a woman and you like all right you you get to cooking and clean some shit I could do okay so what's next because, see, we, we act like a woman can't provide. A woman can't give us security. We act like a woman can't, is not supposed to, to build the house, to make the house. That's, these are not these things because they don't have those strengths. But when we have our weaknesses as a man of emotion, you have the emotion, right? You have the feelings of a woman. You're empathetic. Why the fuck do you de- in, deficient in that? Why is it okay for you to say, hey, this is your shit, man? Don't be emotional. Why is it okay? In the areas that I lack, why aren't you my fucking strength? But I have to be your strength in all this other shit that you could do your fucking self. That has been, that that we just say it's okay that you don't do that because it's a man's job. And I'm just here to say with these women, now, you a bitch-ass nigga if you in your emotions, if you in your feelings. The fucking audacity. But it's okay for you to be in your feelings. It's okay for you to deflect. It's okay for you to justify your actions based off the actions of a man. To not hold yourself accountable everything that you want a man to do. That's okay? That's okay, huh? 
Because see now as I'm going through this enlightenment and going through this journey and whatever the fuck, maybe it's enlightenment sounds like bullshit to you. But it is an awakening. It's awakening to say like, you know what's funny, man? When you really put the love within you, you get the love without. You know what's funny, man? When I can go to the bank and I'm just trying to set up a checking account and we get into astrology and we get into new, the, the, the numbers and what they mean. That's an awakening. Because guess what? That's where this powerful shit is. That's where you're powerful at. When you can move around these motherfucking pieces in your mind, in your body, in your soul, within your spirit. And your spirit reflects all the pieces that you're trying to move and it gives you all its direction. The young woman said, put yourself out there. She put herself out there, did this. Uh, she's got a catering business. So no, a party planner, party throw, whatever the case, whatever you want to call it. Made two thousand dollars in two months. Now, maybe that ain't a lot to you. But when you think about what she's talking about, if you was in that conversation, you think she makes shit from it. So two thousand could be worth two hundred thousand, two million. See, it's all the worth to you. It's all about you. If you made five dollars, that five might feel like 50. Who is the next motherfucker to tell you about what your truth is worth, what your destiny is worth, what your journey should be like? I don't tell nobody shit no more, man. I go like this. I choose to love. I choose to be involved. I choose to listen. It's my choices. I don't have a right to judge a motherfucking soul. And I say that every day and I say it every day for the fact that, yes, I am the broke stay at home motherfucker right now. Drugs have ruined a lot of my motherfucking future endeavors. But guess what? If I was rich than a motherfucker, I still don't have shit to say to you. I'm not here for you. That's where we get fucked up in this relationship shit. I'm not here for you. I'm here for me. And because what I reflect in me, you are here. You're here with me, not for me. You're here for you with me. You get that shit? We are here with each other, not for each other. That's a fucking difference. I'm not fucking here for anybody. I have a daughter. I'm here with her. What that means, I'm here with her when she struggles. I'm here with her when she's crying. I'm here with her when she wants to play. I created her. And in creation of her, I'm recreating me. If you know anything as a parent, you know. And maybe you don't. Maybe you do. I don't know. I'm listening. I'm learning. My child is teaching me more than I could ever teach her. My child is teaching me patience. My child is teaching me how to communicate my feelings. Because she's a reflection of me. When she's crying, throwing a tantrum or shuts down, that is my past self showing it to my future self to correct Myself in the present moment. Not here for her. Here for me. Because if I'm not here for me, I can't be here for her. I'm with her. I'm with her. That's why I take a moment 
I take a moment and tell her deep breath as I take a deep breath with her. I do things with her. You throw a tantrum because I throw a tantrum because I'm frustrated like you're frustrated. Put myself in situations that I shouldn't have got myself in. This is a cycle that we're in. We all reflect one another. It's not my place to judge. It's my place to listen, look, and observe. I'm trying to get to this funny soon, but it's not the place right now. This is probably the realest shit I could ever fucking talk. What you want to hear, though? You want to hear that? The date at the Mexican chick, because I went to the spot and she got a spot and she's a bartender that had the tips. And so every time we went out, she paid for a motherfucker that ain't worth shit. That's why none of this shit matters. I have every day up and down the fucking block. Women like get your own place. Get your shit together. Even when my shit ain't together and I ain't got my own place, I'm still going to get pussy. So when you come back to all full circle, am I a fuck girl? Are you a fuck boy? Are you a fuck nigga? Are you a fuck hoe? I don't know. I don't know for you. I don't know. I know for me. Yes, I'm a fuck nigga. It just looks different. This society, man, is superficial as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I know I'm a handsome nigga so all the time until a maybe, maybe, yeah, that, that, like my brother said to me a long time ago, all that handsome cute shit go out the window as you get older. And it does. I do not have on paper an attractive thing to fucking offer you. I don't have a savings account. I don't have uh, security, my own place. I don't have none of that shit. On paper, I'm ugly. I am no desirable man to fuck with. All I have is my confidence. All I have is my conversation. I'll even take dick out of it. Because you know the funny thing when it comes to women? If they like you, man, small, big, large, thick, skinny. They like you. They're going to enjoy whatever dick they get. Because they like just being with you. Now, I know some women may like you a fucking lie. All right. Maybe the dick don't keep you. So then that's the question for you. Are you a fuck? Fuck girl. Because guess what? Pussy can't keep a nigga either. We are so caught up. Women are so caught up. And they think that their pussy is the fucking gold. Pussy is good. But the problem is pussy is good. Everywhere you go, pussy gonna be good. Connections, not so much. Because connection is choice. I either choose to connect with you or I don't. We get all these vibes and energy. And granted, I will say that's one thing in a man's place. And this is where you're going to feel like I'm fucked up. I learned this shit, man. I don't know what fucking movie I was watching. Um... This dude was going through some therapeutic shit or maybe there's a woman I don't fucking know, but there's a horse and they were saying 
they were just saying like to get a horse to feel comfortable, whatever the case may be, lift up one of the legs. Now the legs is fucking strong as shit, meaning the horse can feel your fucking energy. If you trying to push too hard, pull too hard, whatever the case may be in some gentle way. What I'm trying to say is it, it, to be gentle, to have a touch, to have a calmness to you. The horse will just eventually lift his leg out of trust. Out of trust. So whatever vibe you giving off, motherfucker may not trust you. So I don't talk no pimp shit or nothing like that, but motherfucker, I'm always going to have a comfortable fucking aura to me. I'm always going to be cool in some sense. Now, some can read it from the jump. I ain't got shit. Shoes may be dirty outfit. I don't have to fly shit. But as I speak this honest truth, man, it's like, man, motherfuckers don't really want to. Do they really want to hear it? I put my shit on this and not try to get larger platforms because I'm a scary individual. I scare myself with the way I think because sometimes the shit I think the shit happens and comes true. We are a people of vulnerability. You can only fuck with somebody when they vulnerable. Too often, man, you see a motherfucker on they shit, they moving, they grooving, they grinding, whatever the case may be. It's hard to catch that motherfucker. Ain't no weaknesses in this game. Ain't no moment to talk. Ain't no moment to chill. Ain't no moment to even get in the way to see how what he's doing, what they doing. When they keep their mouth shut, when they keep their shit moving. It's hard. Ain't no openings. Call me weak. I don't look for motherfuckers like that. You got your own shit. You got your own grind, all that shit. You ain't got no time for my bullshit. And that's, that's just be real, man. Most people get together out of vulnerability and, or desperation. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to be vulnerable and desperate through their relationship. It just means that's usually when the shit happens out of vulnerability or desperation. Or pure naivety. I can't even swear. Off their own naiveness. If that's even a word. I was trying to say something different. But or, or being naive. Wanting to be rescued, wanting to believe that this fairy tale shit is gonna, it's, it, all I'm saying is it's a weakness there. There's something missing. That's the problem when we look at one another. We're looking for people to fill voids. I ain't had pussy in seven fucking months, man. Long as I gone, I think. Seven, eight months. As I'm breaking out, I'm like, I, I need to not be afraid to lose shit. And as I talk to my addict or my weak ass, or my punk ass motherfuckers, we got to be afraid not to lose shit. Our weaknesses that we're afraid to lose shit because we are who we are. It's a scary ass motherfucking society and time. Relationships aren't treasured or cherished anymore. They're fucking accessories. They're fucking... Um, Things to get to buy time and shit. Finding someone to do this time with you. I don't need that shit, man. Because I'm not doing time. This shit ain't no prison. So I mean about being enlightened. Trying to gain that. Trying to gain an awakening. This whole world opens up to you. I'm the brokest I've ever fucking been, man. But the happiest. My brother once told me that, like, man, it's funny, man. I got this business. I got this. I got that going on. I was a lot happier when I was broke. There's a reason for that shit. Because there's nothing for you to lose. 
I needed to be in this place. There's nothing for me to lose. We don't want to lose ourselves though, man. And what's so funny about it is I'm guaranteeing most of the people they don't they already lost. They've lost things, but afraid to lose themselves. And what I mean by that, they're afraid to lose that I'm a bad bitch attitude. I got all the hoes and the money mentality. I'm the man. I could I got good dick. I know this like all those thoughts lose that shit, man. Lose that shit because you already lost when you think that way. Because guess what? I fuck. I told a story. I fucked some where they odd oh, where you fuck. I'd never leave. Bitch was gone next week. You know. Pramping down, swearing down. They love you like a motherfucker. And they gone the next motherfucking day. That's all illusions. We live in our illusions. Lose that fucking way of thinking, man. Because this life, that egotistical shit, is not worth anything. It's not. Self-preservation, man. That means just preserving your energy, preserving, making sure that the places that you coming from, the places you speak from, is from the fucking heart, is from the fucking spirit, is from the soul. Can you speak on it and stand on the shit? Because I can't stand on my money. And even if my money was long, I wouldn't want to stand on that shit. It probably, it's, it's not sturdy. You stand on that money, somebody's always going to try to pull that shit from under you. But here I am, just myself. And I, I'm not trying to be egotistical when I say, hey, you can fuck with me, you can not fuck with me. No, I'm saying basically when you come to this shit, you got a choice to make. Fuck with all me or don't fuck with any of me. I don't give you, I've been too long with giving people glimpses of me. And I mean, oh, he's sweet here. Damn, I don't know he had a temper there. Oh, shit, he got a drug problem here. Oh, wow, he's really fucking... Clear-headed when he's clean. Oh, man. The way you were with your daughter the other day. That, that was cool. The way you talked her down and shit. I'm tired of glimpses. Yo, this is all me. I'm all that motherfucker rolled into one. Much as I love my daughter, I'll cuss her the fuck out. Much as I love my daughter, I will be as stern as I need to be. I'm purely and merely a work in progress. We all are. But guess what? If you don't want to work if you want the work to be nothing but someone kissing your ass about how good your work is, then you ain't working for you. I will say that it's down to a fuck. I know I'm a great motherfucker. Flaws and all. I've been blessed. And I've been cursed to have motherfuckers from day one kiss my motherfucking ass. I've been blessed with whatever I deem as handsome. I've been blessed with the height I am. Because I did shit that big motherfuckers did at times. 
And guess what? I'll talk shit to a big motherfucker at the same time. And no one has ever touched me. And I'm not saying I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm just saying that my height was never a deficiency. My height is what it is. Because guess what? If I was tall, I'd probably be talking all the shit in the world, fucking all the women in the world and getting probably my ass beat on a daily or killed. I love my motherfucking height. Now watch the person I'm seeing. I'm like, see, I knew I should have made height jokes. And she's listening. This is part of Confessions of an Addict if you want to hear real shit. I don't give a fuck. Listen. And really listen. I'm saying you can make the jokes. I like the jokes. But guess what? You didn't think you like a short nigga. And guess what? A lot of motherfuckers didn't think they like a short nigga. And I mean, go for man, women, whatever the fuck. Homies that be like, I can't believe I let this nigga talk so much shit. This little short motherfucker. But you do. Because I can say it proudly. I'm a lovable motherfucker. Because you know why? I also understand I could be hated too. But see, I'd rather be loved and I'd rather be hated than you be in between. Because that's one thing about Marcus Griffin. I'm not an in-between nigga. If I fuck with you, I all the way fuck with you. And that means if you need anything, I'll be whatever you fucking need. And I don't have a problem with that. See, when we get egotistical, we have a problem being somebody's chauffeur for the moment. We have a problem being somebody's investor, sponsor. We have a problem with seeming like, seeming like we are just there for somebody when they need us. We will have problems with that shit when we think in an egotistical way as if somebody is taking advantage of them. But you can't take a fucking advantage of me because it's my choice to be there for you. You can't run game on me because I've ran game on myself so much lying to myself. You understand? We are reflections of one another. That's merely what the fuck we are. If you ain't a parent, you won't understand. That's one of the eye-awakening, enlightening moments you could have is having your kid repeat some shit or do some shit that you would do yourself. But if you ain't ready with yourself, you might be angry at yourself. And understanding this is a coaching moment, not for your kid, but for you. And through you, they will learn and understand. Everything's come through us, not for us. I don't know why that just had me dramatic pause for a second, but it did as I break. I feel like I broke the third wall talking to y'all, but no, seriously, man. Because I get fed up with shit, man. And, and it's not, you know, a lot of times with what I see, it shouldn't bother me at all. You know, when I see repetitive videos to get their millions of views. When I see everybody exposing themselves to get their millions of views. Because let's, let's be honest, I'm trying to be an entertainer any way it can come, shape, shape, form, or fashion. As I'm writing poetry, as I'm doing this podcast, as I'm still trying to, I won't even say hit up mics. That's kind of fell off. Although I do go to open mic, I'm like, you know what? I got to take back what is serious to me, which is my craft. Because a lot of times I just go up there, fuck around, hang out with friends. But as I get more serious in every in all my endeavors, yeah, you know, I'm letting outside shit fuck up my how I feel. 
about me. Why ain't you stepping out? Why ain't you doing this? I don't know where my voice is at. I don't know where to go for me. Nah, just do it. That's part of your truth, man. Just tell it. If you are, if you ain't, guess what? I'm lazy. Don't make me angry. I'm complacent. Doesn't make me mad. It means I'm telling myself that's so I get the fuck up. If you a fuck nigga, get the fuck up. Listen to yourself. Look at your traits, man. I'm sorry. I got fuck nigga traits. I cry. Life ain't fair. What ain't fair about it? I don't know. Everybody else got shit. So now you ain't like it. So what's that mean? You can't get it. Did they take it all? Is there's nothing for you? You mean there's not a platform for you to perform on? There's not videos for you to do. There's not people that you could work with. There's not ways you could write more and be funny. There's not ways that you could do more self-evaluation, motivation, stretching, workout, be the individual you're supposed to be. That that that's not for you. Like you can't do that, or it's just for everybody else. That doesn't seem right. Some that's some whole ass shit. But you'll have a lot of whole ass niggas, myself included, that will complain like that. When am I gonna get my break? Okay, so you you put yourself out there. You've invested, you got cameras set up, you got recorded set up, you got this, you got... Like, you make your break. Ho-ass motherfuckers. Like I said, I'm talking to myself. It's always going to be an obstacle in the way. Always. And I don't want to seem like I'm taking one person's path and, and, and saying it. I don't put no fucking names out there. But it just, I'm saying, when, this, when, when the universe gives me messages, right? I'm just conveying that shit. I looked at this shit this morning. I watched Fuck Girl, Fuck Boy. Because you know what? I watched that. Then I watched Corey Holcomb's and D-Ray Davis talking about I love love. I'm that motherfucker. I love love. You know why? Because I seen it in the, in, the, in the deficiency when it's not there. What it looks like. I didn't like that. Right from a young age. I didn't like that. Just in the relationship in my fucking home. I didn't like that shit. Now, as you're trying to discover when you love love, how to go about loving love. And through me, it was, hey, let me do the poems and the sweet shit and show I'm the nicest guy in the fucking world because I really want to be the nicest guy in the fucking world. And then your fucking shit get distorted when somebody like rips it up or somebody calls you ugly for the first time or you dirt or whatever the fucking case may be. You, it distorts it. And now I'm like, nah, you know what, man, in this whole cycle process, get back to being young, man. Get back to being the innocence where everything was so much more beautiful. When you actually just cared about being with somebody. Holding hands, man, when you was younger, didn't that not feel like everything? Palms sweaty as you walk and talk, but y'all didn't know really know what to say because you both were nervous. Nowadays, we just talk as if, can I fuck? What's up? I want some dick. What's up? You want to see me that pussy? You would have never spoke like that. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong to the people that do. I'm not here to fucking judge. I'm just saying what I'm going through. What I'm trying to say is anybody that's any, on any path with me, any path that fucks with me. I'm just saying, why can't we get back to that? Those are some good times. Why? Because we older. Because we jaded. Why? We don't have to be. That's a choice. We don't have to look at everybody like, you know what? What, what does that mean? You never looked at shit like, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? A handhold meant 
they liked you. Didn't mean they was holding my hand because they worried about if I got candy. They want my candy. You might use a candy to get your hand held. I don't know. I didn't really. I don't know. You might have gave away your your free lunch pizza that day just so you could be with them. But even then, that was an angle to work just to be with them, to be with them, not to get from them, not to get anything from them, just to be with them. Now it's like that ain't enough no more. I be with you to get something from you. To get something from me. What are you getting from yourself being with me? If you ain't getting from nothing from yourself being with me, then you shouldn't be with me. But people don't do that anymore. We are looking to fill voids. That's all the fuck we are. And it's sad. My daughter ain't a void in my life to show that you know what? Hey, here's a, I finally, I'm finally doing like, no. She influences me, man. And so, yeah, as I really hit on this notion of what the fuck I did this morning, if I ain't here to fucking influence you, if I ain't here to provide growth for you, which maybe it ain't my fucking place. But if I'm trying to influence myself, guess what? If I'm trying to influence myself, I need to know if my partner is influenced as well. If I need to go through this process of change, Maybe my partner doesn't feel she has to change. Maybe she's perfect. I don't know. I like to say no because no one's perfect in this fucking world. We could we could we can make that fact, right? So I'm just like, okay. Where do we go then? Cause see, this is what I mean about me. One thing about me, I'm about, I, I love operation. I never fucking played the game. That's the funny thing. I never played it, watch it on TV, and I just look at shit like that now. And pushing, can you remove this? Can you remove that? Can, you know what I mean? I'm about removing shit now, man. Removing as much negativity as I can. Now, granted, I still have my anger because I'm a very angry person at times. But my anger comes from a place of love where I want to be like, hey, I will fuck you up. Before this world fucks you up. That's what I say. That's how I feel about my loved ones. I'd rather fuck you up before you stay fucked up. Because you don't have to stay fucked up. Whether I'm the one for you or not. I don't ever want to see you fucked up. It's just I might talk to you in a fucked up manner. And I'm working on that. But if you want to look at me like the last or the past or whatever the fucking case may be, or like we like to look at people, we like to look at the reflections of the people that did what they did to make the people give what they feel how they feel. That's one thing you got to get back. No one made me feel how I felt. I chose to feel that way. Once you take that, I chose to feel that way. Then you take all the way how they make you feel. All the time, my mom's like, your daughter just stresses me out. You choose to be stressed out by a fucking six-year-old. A six-year-old can work you. That's where I'm a maybe a conceited, confident, or arrogant motherfucker. Call me that all day. You can't beat me, motherfucker. And I don't say motherfucker for my own daughter, but I'm not going to let a six-year-old fucking work me. Six? Been on this planet six years. I've been on this motherfucker 38. My mom been on this motherfucker 68. I'm going to let somebody have been here for six years know more than I do at 68. But it's telling. That's why I said we are reflection of ourselves. 
is telling that my mom never corrected the fucking issues with herself. That she thinks everything a certain way. That's that Virgo trait. Everything, that's why they control so much. Everything needs to be a certain fucking way so that it doesn't rock their fucking boat. Because if it rocks their boat, it's easily going to tip the fuck over. Guess what? I don't have a boat. I'm the fucking ocean. Rock it. Rock this ocean if you want to while you in that little boat. I'll tip this whole motherfucker over and drown you. Or better yet, I'm the motherfucker who made that goddamn boat that you sit in. You see what I'm saying? We are creators of our own motherfucking destiny. We are creators of all this shit here. I'll tip this. I'll blow this whole motherfucking spot up because it's my shit. Now, I know that sounds funny. But indirectly, at my mom's house, you bought a five-bedroom house for a only child. That is my shit. You ain't got no other motherfuckers up in this motherfucker. You ain't renting it out. You ain't thinking of flipping houses. You bought this shit for me. Let's be real. So how you gonna say, say my shit? See, I'm a fucking asshole because I'm like, actually, you just living in my shit that you bought for me. Now, I know that sounds fucked up. There you go, confessing from an addict. I'm a fucked up individual. Now, I'm not saying I, yes, my mom did do that. But I know what the reason you did it. For my seeds. <laughs> you ain't having no more babies. Fuck you doing a five-bedroom house. See what I'm saying? It's choices. You don't want me in your, you don't want me in your shit. Now, I'm not saying you should have bought a smaller shit for me not to want you in my shit. But the reason for you buying this shit is so you can keep me in your shit. You just want to guilt trip me by saying, get the fuck out. And I just look at you like, well, kick me the fuck out. Because I'm an asshole. I'll get out when I'm good goddamn ready because I'm not ready. I could be honestly say that. I got my vices that, well, when are you going to be ready? Hey. If you're looking for another motherfucker to give you what you want, you always going to be looking for another motherfucker. Not to the person that's like, you know, you call to anybody that, you know, that's why I say we on this subject of fuck boy, fuck girl. And I'm sorry it just came from this old William shit. But as I watch D. Ray Davis on there and I'm just like, yeah, man, I fuck with that nigga. I don't know him. But everything he's saying is getting repeated through my motherfucking process that I'm going through. I love love. I won't, I won't not have that shit shaken. You know what I'm saying? And we all serve certain purposes in each other's lives. But if I operate out of love, everybody I love, take that what the fuck you will. I might love them as my friend. I might love them as my lover. I might love them as my motherfucking enemy. But I love my enemy too. Because it's a reflection of myself. All this shit is my world. All this shit. Shit didn't happen by accident. Everything needed to happen. And when you understand that, you understand all that everything needs to happen. So when you talk about relationships and that pussy to the streets, that's community dick. They don't need love. They incapable, right? It's not your choice or their decision to call what the fuck they are. It's not your choice or your judgment to say that they don't need love. It's for them to say. For them to realize. Maybe they never do and that's the saddest thing of all. But I'm not going to motherfucking break somebody down like I usually do. It's not my place no more. I'm not that guy. I've been broken down to the motherfucking max.
in a sense. I mean, I ain't been homeless yet. Thank God for that. I'm blessed that not be homeless. <laughs> um, you know, maybe that's the next step. You never know. Confess from an addict. Tune in next week. No. Um, but seriously, man, all I can say on this this Reckless Wednesday, be happy in your truth. And if you ain't happy in your truth, then you know that ain't your truth. That's as simple as I could I could tell it. If you ain't happy with saying the things you saying or the things you doing in your actions, then simple, get happy. That shit is all a choice, man. Can't be getting, you know, you can't be getting into um you know, bouts with other people. They invited me for this. They brought this drama on. No, motherfucker. You, you had front row tickets. You put on the show. You choreographed it. Know that. Know that shit, man. We the choreographers. We the fucking stunt stage man. We the stage hand. The fucking gopher. We run all this shit. If you look at it, if you look at it, there's education everywhere. So, living your truth today. Don't be afraid to show your truth, share your truth. You ain't got to share it. It's your truth. Do what you will with your truth. Just don't hope somebody else, just don't look for somebody else to support your truth or your lie. To the people out there, you good enough, man. To the people with me, whatever you are, I love you. Because whatever you are, guess what? I've probably been to some sense, to some extent, some taste. I've been the cheater in a marriage, cheated on my wife numerous times. But here's the thing that I'm fucked up at. I know who I was cheating on my wife with. Women that I knew ain't gonna, I'm gonna get feelings for, catch, catch a new relationship with. Women I knew that, you know, let's be honest. You just purpose servers. Serve this purpose and get the fuck off. And I'm not saying I'm better or worse than I almost started to go there. I ain't the rest of you fuck niggas that get caught. I understand that shit. And I ain't the rest of you fuck niggas that got a conscience to think maybe I am bragging on it. Maybe I am talking in my shit with ego. Ain't no fuck nigga to where I'm, if I'm cheating, I think she cheating. I know how to handle my shit. Motherfucker ain't gonna know I'm cheating till year four, if anything. And I've been cheating for four fucking years. It's not to brag. You want to confess from an addict? That's just how I feel. That's from an addict's mind state. My ex-wife said the other day, you are, I will say this, you are one of the best liars. And I'm like, you know what? This is humility. This is, this is some hip- hypocrisy for your ass. No, I'm not. you just one of the best gullible motherfuckers I've met. Serve the purpose too. You know, to be a good liar, you need someone that's gullible. See what I'm saying? Can't have one without the other. Am I a fuck girl? 
Depends. Dealing with a fuck boy, then you might be a fuck girl. Reflections of ourself. If you see everything that you don't like or everything that you said you wouldn't put up with in a fuck boy, but you put up with, that makes you good enough to be his fuck girl because you in his fuckery all together. Y'all in that shit together, one in the fucking same. Any relationship. Any relationship. If it ain't something that you want to participate in, but you choose to participate in that shit, then that's your choice. You like that shit. I'm sorry, because I am that man. I don't give a fuck about circumstances. I watched too much shit. I watched a beautiful woman up and pick up and leave and make the decision on that motherfucking day to never look back. And that's what the fuck she did. So that's my story. That's my truth. So when I hear a motherfucker on any, any, any situation, tell me about what the can'ts, the wants, the won'ts. The can is the won't. Talking to my ex-wife trying to take my kid out of state. Wondering why I'm mad. Oh, I'm partially mad because what the fuck is your plan? You coming to me like, what's the schedule going to be like? Hey, motherfucker, I'm not the one moving. That's for you to determine. But see, I ain't there yet to really verbalize that. To really communicate that. Because I'm so filled with anger. Like, what the fuck? Are you not thinking about our daughter? And so what if I'm cutthroat? Be like, hey, if you're not thinking about my daughter, you might as well cut the fucking relationship off when you fucking take her out of state. Because I ain't doing that shit. I do not even want to think my daughter thinks that I'm in fucking agreement with you taking her out of state. But see, I can't do all that crying and complaining. I got to go to court. I got to get that paperwork. I got to get shit changed. Got to make sure she don't get out of state. That's something I do. I can't look at her and be like, how could she do it? Hey, you know what? I need to calm down because you know, fuck what you do. You ain't going to do it. It's not happening. And that's the attitude we got to have. The mind state. I don't care what the fuck anyone else does. What the fuck am I going to do? I don't care what anybody else says. How do I speak to myself? Ain't for me to look at your situation, evaluate it, and break down a schedule and see how we gonna make this work. It's on you to see how you gonna make your shit work. So I can't even be mad at you. Have your illusion based off emotions because that's what you choose to do. I don't have, the only emotion I have is love for my daughter. So I got to do what's best for my daughter, not for myself. You talk to my kid, ask if she want to move out of state? Probably not. And if I'm blasting everything and telling the truth, I mean, I just look at motherfuckers and, you know, we don't have any help here. That's why I'm saying I'm in tune with shit. I know why you want to leave. I'll be real. Your family ain't worth a fuck. They can't even help you out. They too busy helping everybody else out. Too busy living in their own shit. But his can. Oh, we got to go. I think I'm going to let you start. Start that life with that new nigga. Leave my daughter here. That's fine. We'll be just fine. Live with that shit. You find ways, man. And I ran out of ways. I'll be honest. I ran out. 
of my ways of doing dumb shit, looking for my <laughs> next lick of a woman having her own spot so I could lay up. I, I can't be that nigga no more. Now, I don't lay up like most niggas. I will earn my keep. I will put money in. I will try to not even try. I do do that. 